This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi there, Eddie. Jerry is not here today. Eddie is here. Hi. Hello, podcast people. Jerry hosted. uh, He was in for Boomer. He'll be in for Boomer again tomorrow. A couple follow-ups yesterday to the podcast we did. Uh, I told you yesterday I had uh, purchased uh, gift cards for a restaurant. Yes. I purchased them on uh, December 23rd, and about two weeks later, they're out of business. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really was feeling screwed because I feel like they knew they were going out of, of business. Of course they did. So I did some Googling when I got home, and uh, they said it said to file a complaint with your credit card company if you used a credit card. So that's what I did. So I'm in the midst of a uh, of a disputed credit card charge. And you you probably will get it back. I, I might get that back. Yeah. They already credited my account. I like when a credit card company yes, does that. Yes, and now it's on them. Now it's on them. So Let's you, figure you're, it out. You're, you're done. You got your money back. I washed my hands of this. Mm-hmm. No, it's weird. They give you a credit, but I guess if the dispute ends and the and the they find for the uh, the 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 restaurant, which I can't imagine them doing, then then maybe they put the charge back on. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think they would just eat it. Oh, uh, because I'm not a guy who's try to take advantage. And it's we're not talking about twenty thousand dollars, hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So I feel good about that. I felt very good about that. Oh, then I got a DM, Eddie. Okay. From remember we had a lot of questions about running restaurants yesterday, yes. mainly about like how are these restaurants going out of business? Mm-hmm. Um, if I book on open table, am I screwing the restaurant? If I order from uh, DoorDash, does the restaurant get hurt? So I did get a uh, a guy did reach out to me on Twitter with some some answers here, which I would I would lo- I would love to. All right, this is what he said. Uh, nope, that one. Man, oh, here we go. Um, hey, Alan Eddie, I manage a fine dining restaurant in New York City, and I heard you had a few questions on the post game podcast. For companies like DoorDash, Grubhub, etc., they usually take 30% of the bill. Wow. As their cut. Wow. Some restaurants will make their menus more expensive going through those sites so as not to be as effective as affected by the 30% charge. Hmm. As for open table, restaurants get charged differently if the customers go to opentable.com versus the restaurant's website that then links to open table. We get charged a monthly fee for the software and 25 cents for all reservations through our website and $1 per reservation through open table. You know what they're saying there? So if I go to the Open Table app mm-hmm. and I book through there, they're getting charged a dollar. The which is not bad. Which is not bad. If I go to the restaurant's website and use their link there that gets me back to Open Table, it's only 25 cents. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, I think, because 
open table is saying, yes, we're booking it for you, but they went to your website to begin with. We didn't we didn't as an app get them to choose this restaurant. Right. They already went to your website, so we're only taking so that's not terrible. But open table, if you go there, like they'll give you suggestions. Uh, of restaurants in your area. Yes. So that's a service. It is. I think it's a good service. That's probably, that's well worth it for only a dollar. Yeah. For it. I don't know what they, what they pay for the software to use it. Mm -hmm. But once that's, once you're paying that, or they said a monthly fee. But the other thing, the DoorDash, I guess it's because they have to pay their driver. Yeah. You're, you're, they're picking up the food for you. Yeah. But still, that seems pretty steep. Yeah. I've always, every time I've used one of those delivery services, I'm mad at myself for doing it mm-hmm. because of the cost. And the other thing they do, because I used to use those services also sometimes just to order and then I go pick it up mm-hmm. just so I didn't have to interact with a human. Yes. But if you place an order, let's say to a pizza place on, on DoorDash or something else, it says, okay, this will be ready in 50 minutes. Now, if I were to call the pizza place, they'd probably say 15. Right. And I think it's still 15. And they get there and you pick it up. It's cold. Yeah. Because it was ready 15 minutes, not 50 minutes like the right. app tells you. Mm-hmm. So that pisses me off too. Yeah. And then and then when I do it and I do it again, I go, I'm never doing this again. What a fool I am. And then I get sucked right back into doing it. I've again. only used those during uh, the pandemic. That's the only time I, yeah, I used it. That's smart. Yeah. And then once I find out how much they're taking from these restaurants, even if I'm picking it up myself it's not fair so mm-hmm. now i do call the restaurant yeah i do it all directly. the time yeah oh, yeah i don't get takeout from that many places about yeah. like three so it's you know it's it's not really an issue for me yeah do you know towns in new jersey here's what i'm looking for towns in new jersey that are north of me okay okay that are more like farm Homes. Okay. Like, like for example, Colts Neck mm-hmm. is a town that has a lot of the uh, properties there are homes with large land. And I got to say, they're expensive, but not as much for New Jersey as I would think. Right? So I'm looking at, like, I have a tiny condo yes. in Bradley Beach. For what I could get for that... I could get a place in Colts Neck that's on a farm. And I don't understand why. Well, I mean, you are right on the ocean. I know, but it's tiny. It is, but it's right on the ocean. Right, but we also are living in a state where being right on the ocean is cool for about three months. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at some of these properties in Colts Neck in particular... And the only thing I can think of, too, is that when properties have septic tanks, for whatever reason, people freak out about it and are not interested in living there. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the thing. Why is that? I, I, I guess because they're afraid of problems and it's not a public sewer. They're not connected to the public sewer system. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's that big a deal. Especially if you like the house and you yeah. like the property. And when you say farms, these are ex, they're not working farms. No, now. they're just like, they're, they're a, 
They uh, used to be. Uh, or maybe even if they didn't used to be, it's it's big enough property that it looks like you could do some farming on. Mm-hmm. Or they have like the house and then... A barn. Yeah, like a barn situation. Mm-hmm. Beautiful properties that are... I'll throw a weird number out here for like 700 grand. Okay. Which is doesn't seem ridiculous compared to the what else I'm seeing in New Jersey for 700 grand. Right. Like um, I might be able to get close to that from my, you know, correct. former Cape Cod on a 50 by 100 lot. Right. And then to go to Colts Neck, right, which is a beautiful town. Bruce Springsteen lives in Colts. Yeah, and how close could you get to Bruce? Could Good you- question. I'd have to look that on a map. Mhm. So, yeah, I was just really thrown off by it. It's like there's a there seem to be a couple things in real estate that people run away from. Septic tank, and they so a lot of times they go together. Mm-hmm. Septic tank, well water, mm-hmm. oil tank. Yeah. The oil tank, I know, is a trouble. Yes. Because, first of all, I don't think you're allowed to have them underground anymore. And they're a pain in the ass. And they're very expensive if gas is high. Yes. Versus uh, gas heat. In yeah, our homes. natural gas. Um, and you have to get the oil delivery. Yeah. So I, I, I think going moving to a place that had an oil tank, that would be a no for me. But the septic, I don't think, is that the big a deal. Especially, you know, you're alone. How much am I pooping? Not not much. And if you got into the habit of, of pooping at work instead of at home, well, even more. If I have big enough property, I just go poop in the yard. Yeah, you could do that too. Could do that situation. Uh and then well water. What do you know about well water? Is that a bad scene? Uh I don't I don't know much about it. Yeah. I, I know that humans existed with well water or stream water for thousands of years, so mm-hmm. can't be that bad. Right. But in, unless I guess it's not maybe being filtered for contaminants and blah blah blah. But I think these homes then you get a, a home yeah, water filter sure. yeah, filtration I system. I think it's fine. Yeah. Especially in our area, it's not going to be a drought. Yeah, but the only the only problem with these places, like I'm just picturing a place where I could get like a a large fence, I could fence in an area, mm-hmm. and then I have, can have whimsy run around. Yes, I could hide and not be around people. Yes, I could. I'm like envious of Tom Green now. I'm following him on social mm-hmm. media, and he lives in Canada on a farm now. He's got all this land, and he's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just walking. He's got a horse. He's got his dog. This seems very peaceful. It does. Yeah, I, I would be envious also. But the the problem with these homes that are on the large pieces of land is they're large also. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you don't need, need or want a large home. No. I need like a tiny home on a large slath of land. Yeah, which will be harder to find. Yeah, I think so. I think you could probably get a modest size home on a big piece of land. Yeah. And then that modest-sized home would be older for sure. That's the other thing. You're right. Older homes. Because it hasn't been renovated, torn down, and a little mansion built. Yeah, a lot of them have been renovated. Sure. But if you look at it, like 1908, I'm like, mm, there's probably a ghost in here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What other t- Do you know of other towns north of Bradley Beach that have, like, good-sized property, smaller homes? Where I could hide? I, I do not. I'm yeah, not, I don't either. I'm not that familiar. I know, you know, I'm really only familiar with my town, Edison, which is very densely populated. Very dense. I mean, very there are dense. some areas in North Edison which are more 
which with larger lots, but um, you know it's the bougier end of town, if you will. But Edison has a hundred thousand people, over a hundred thousand. Edison's people. very packed. Mm-hmm. But you're on a nice street. I know where your street is. Yeah. Like it's a uh, yeah. Your your neighbor is interesting because there's a what it's not a main road, but it's a busy road. Yeah, it's and sort then of a when main you road. turn down your street, it feels like you turn and it's quiet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we walk the dogs all the time, and uh, that area. That development, most of those homes were built like 1947, right after yeah. the war. Hmm. And uh, there were, I don't know how many houses were there before. I know the house at the end of the block used to be like the farmhouse and our street was like an orchard or something. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is going back to, you know, the 20s, but still. Yeah, it's funny, like in Gina's neighborhood in Spring Lake, a very bougie town, mm-hmm. her house I think was like the the housekeeper's house mm-hmm. for the house next door, like right. one of those situations. Yeah, you know, and then but they're like a normal size house, and like that was the housekeeper's house because yeah. of the enormous homes these people were living in back then. And would you would you say she has double your square footage? No, I actually think we're pretty close. Really? Yeah, she probably is a little more than me, but yeah, and we're pretty she has close. Two levels. She's two levels, yeah, does and a basement. Have, does she have a crawl space attic or a walk up with the pull down stairs? Pull down stairs. Okay, and a basement. And a basement. Walk down basement. Walk down basement. Cement floor. Uh, I think the floor has been finished, but like the walls are like fieldstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like here's cement and some boulders. Yeah. Let's hold this house up. But yeah, I, I keep going back and forth. Like, do I want to be near the beach? Only because see, the beach is weird during the winter. It's depressing. But you you wanted it. I did. You know, because you have a, a love and a fascination of the Jersey Shore. And right. The whole, You're right. What it stands for, what it means. Yeah, that's true. But yet you don't really want to participate. You like the idea of it. I like being in the area. Yes. I don't like going on the beach. Right. But I like walking the boardwalk. You know what it really comes down to is the winter sucks. Yeah. See, I... I, I I don't mind it. I like the winter. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I was never really affected by the winter until I moved to the Jersey Shore. Mm. Gina used to talk to me about it. She'd say, oh, seasonal affective disorder, they call it around here, you know, where people get oh, bummed so you're, out. You're not talking about the weather per se. You're talking about the psychological effects because you, where you live in the winter months is a ghost town. Yeah, I mean, there's people there. I think it's a combination of every. I think I think three things collided at one time: the Jersey Shore in the winter. There's it's it's not lively. Mm-hmm. The weather itself is really cold, and I got a dog. Yeah, and I think that combination of those three throws me off. Yeah, and also you're going outside at two thirty in the morning, and it's windy at the ocean. Yeah, and there's certainly more people there than before the pandemic. Like, I think after the pandemic, when people moved down there, people stayed and worked from home down there. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of the, the there are still a lot of homes and certainly condos down there where people are just, that's their summer place or their every once in a while weekend getaway. I mean, if I go to a restaurant, it's still, I'm still going to need reservations, which mm-hmm. I can't figure out. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if it's like, if it's just, that combination of things that makes it 
weird in the winter. So are you thinking now seriously of moving again? I don't think seriously, but it's crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I really want to do that. So, because you'll regret it once you do. Correct. I regret everything I do. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Except buying that Tampa Bay Buccaneers hoodie. I did regret, though, did I get, should I have gotten a medium instead of this large? Oh, so you did have some regrets. I did have some regrets. You know what's weird? I bought this Tampa Bay Buccaneer hoodie. And that's a what? A medium? This is a large. Okay. The same, from the same manufacturer, this homage, which they make great clothing. I really Mm -hmm. like their clothing. I bought a Houston Oilers one, mm-hmm. same size. The Houston Oilers one is swimming on me for some reason, and I don't know what the difference. Uh, they're both largest. But where were they? Were they manufactured in the same place? I don't know. I bought them the same time. This Please is, just check the made in where. China, probably in, China. Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam. I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm gonna check that. Yeah. It could also be the the material for the baby blue Houston Oilers might be a different material. Could be than this red Buccaneer yeah, one. And also, know. if it was made in a different country, yeah, it probably is different material. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I did Google yesterday how because I'm, I'm someone who has, I'm someone who can't get past a regret, a regretted move. Yes, I I know this, and I wonder why I can't get past. And it's um, not even big regrets. Like, imagine if I if I had killed someone drunk driving. Sure. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God, yeah. This is regretting getting a dog. Yes. Like, this is where I'm at. Right, or buying a car. Right. Or but getting I your house in Bradley Beach. But I can't get past it. I still don't regret the Bradley Beach place, because even if I sold it. You're going to make money. Yeah. It, it, made a, it made a good chunk of change in a very short time. And I still don't know that I'm moving. I'm just, I was just trying to think of, like, would it be cool to have uh, a lot of land that I could fence in? Sure. Would I enjoy my dog more? Oh, 100%. And she would love it more. And she would love it more, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She could hunt real rabbits instead of right. chasing a fake one. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I, 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 don't know how, I don't know how to move on from accepting that uh, you made a bad choice. Mm-hmm. And moving on from it. I can't yeah, well, do it. I mean, see, for me, it's like, you know, I'm just very accepting as universe as it is. And yeah. things. I don't stress about things. But my fear is that if you don't s- stay with your regret, you will make another mistake in the future. And well, if you if this eats at you every day, that'll really, like, I might just willy-nilly sell my condo and go move to Colts Neck on a farm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll regret that. I will really think about that, though, this time because of my regretful choice of adopting a dog. Yeah, see, then it's you're in the, you're, you're trapped in this cycle. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, a big I, cycle trap guy. Yeah, 100%. Now, I think, you know, you have a predisposition psychologically yes. to, to be that way. Yeah. And then life circumstances have just given you the opportunity to sort of really dive into it. Yes. You know, not married, no kids. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of time. Right. And then you think about things. So, you know, you might want to consider, you know, counseling for that. So yeah. For real. But you imagine going to counseling because you're trying to get past the regret of adopting a dog? That's a weird... That's well, that. It's not that. That's just one example of yeah. your underlying issue. Right. 
And, and by the way, if you feel like, you know, a certain way all the time and it's negative, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what the cause or whatever the issue is that it's the fact that you do have an issue. Right. And that you should maybe seek someone who might be able to help you work through it. Yeah. I remember hearing Artie Lang, who was on the Howard Stern mm-hmm. show for a long time, and he had many drug addiction issues, many addiction issues. But he, I heard him interviewed somewhere, and he, you know, he was he'd work the Stern show in the morning, and then he would do stand up gigs on the weekend. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of, a lot of time, and he was getting paid by Stern. He's getting paid very well by Stern, and he wouldn't have to get there till right. Sometimes five to six, he would get there, and the show started at six. Yeah, yeah. Then he'd leave right at ten. And he said, uh, "He goes, a man with a time on his hands will find things to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Whether that's drinking, alcohol, gambling, focusing in on things that really don't matter, but right. making a big deal of them. Obsession, that's why I am obsessions, obsessions, yeah, and, then, and like, and and then the social media." Which I don't know how much you do that these days. Yeah. And looking at things like. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, I use that for things I'm interested in, like um, food and. uh, Which is generally not like that whole negative cesspool situation. Yeah, for the most part, I think. You can pick and choose what you're looking at. Yeah. I mean, I think when I choose to post something myself, then I get the cesspool back. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's based on what I'm posting, and I I should know better when I get those back. But if I'm just using social media to check things and look at things, it's mostly I'm getting positive uh, things about life for the most part. But right. um, uh, yeah, I just I gotta I gotta stop. Uh, but it would feel weird to be like go to a therapist, and the therapist is like, okay, um, okay, I just got done dealing with somebody who was uh, molested as a child and was uh, beat up by their parents. What is this now? You regret getting a dog? <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, right. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, see, but again, it's not that, it's not like, you know, whatever the issue is, the, fa- the fact is that there is an issue. It's the underlying thing you're yes. saying. There's some issue there. Right. That you need to get talked through or just, you know, a way to help you explain it and then maybe lessen the severity of it. Right. So you can have more uh, enjoyment out of life. Yeah. Yeah, the dog one is a weird one because I know, like, it's because uh, I'm worried and care for the dog mm-hmm. that I'm crazy with the dog. Right. So, like, when I get home now, I will walk the dog, I'll eat some lunch, I might try to take a nap, but then she's going to want to go out again. Cause she, and then I feel guilty she was in all day while of I'm course. here at work. Yeah. Then, so I, I take her for walks. I don't want to then leave her and even go to the gym because mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm, I left her for nine hours. Now I'm going to leave again right. to go to the gym or leave to go to the store or leave to visit Gina. Like, I don't want to do any of that because I feel bad sure. that I left the dog yeah. in. Right. In your specific circumstances, I'm, I'm married. Yeah. So... My wife is home, so she, their dogs are not alone. And also, I have three, yeah. so they have the each other for company, which is important. So it's it's not it's a totally different situation, and and much much less uh, stressful for me. Um, and for your specific situation, you got to 
take the dog out at 2 o'clock in the morning and you don't have a yard, like if one of my dogs wakes up when I get up at 1 o'clock, I just let them out, see if they pooped or not, and then that's it. I'll let them back in. Yeah. But for you, it's a totally different situation. You have to go outside. You have to walk them. You have to, you know, get dressed, go outside, walk them, and then and then you're leaving them for nine hours. Yeah, and I just feel so guilty. Yeah, sure. That's why Gina's always like, oh, if I want to see you during the week, I have to come to you. I go, yeah, because yeah. I feel like I'm leaving the dog. Right. And then I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Then I even get freaked out, like, oh, the dog's not eating. Did she eat today? Did she eat too much? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I'm locked in on this dog. Yeah, I know. I'm obsessing know. over. Yes, you are. All the things. Right. Man. Yeah. Counseling. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. Me and my dog in the laying on the, the psychiatrist chair. You know how the classic yeah. couch? Yes. Do you think they do that? Do you think if I could go to a psychiatrist I, and lay on a couch? I, I think if you want to. Or is that I, like I, an old school thing, it, laying on the couch? It's old school. It's, you know, the <laughs> classic depiction. But I, I think if you want to and it makes you more relaxed, yeah. yeah. But, of course, you know, if you went to a, 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 a counselor, you'd be regretting the choice of the counselor. <laughs> why who, why, what is why this did person? I take this person? Yeah. Right. Because even, like, in a situation, like I said, I I... I and I feel like I always have to say this because people will get angry at me. I treat my dog super well. I'm mooshing my dog's face. I'm kissing oh, her. I know you do. I give her all the things. When I went to the Super Bowl, I put her up in a bougie dog hotel. Yeah, it cost you $1,200. I had her doing activities. I was happy to do it she for her. She had a much better time than you did in Las Vegas. Correct. Even then, if someone came to me and they said, Al, we have this child who's very ill and dying, and their only wish is to have a greyhound. And uh, there are no more greyhounds for adoption. This child uh, lives with their family on a farm, and Whimsy will be running all of it, but he's having a great time 24-7. And I gave the dog to the—I would still feel regretful of that. Sure. So I'm in a, I've put my brain in a no-win situation. Yes, you have. If I— what, keeping the dog, I'm mental about it. If I were to give the dog to a family with a farm. With a dying child. With a dying child whose only wish was to have a brown right. greyhound, I would then also feel guilty. Yes. So there's no winning other than seek professional help. Yeah, that, yes. On a leather what? couch. And by the way, there's nothing wrong mm. with that. Okay. At even all. F- even with that as the topic, be, no, because again, that's the to- that's the just the topic, but there's an underlying issue. So this is what so that the dog thing is the iceberg that we see on the Correct. surface. Correct, and the iceberg under the water, the is, big part is ninety percent of it. I like that. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Hmm. All right. Well, this is helpful. Well, hopefully, we we've. Uh... Done some good here today, Al. Yeah, and if anybody knows of any uh, other towns, all I think about is uh, is Colts Neck. Like where there's, you get a lot of property, mm-hmm. you'd probably be out in the sticks, but still not, like I always say north of Bradley Beach because I know how far of my commute is. And you're in Mon- Monmouth. Lower Monmouth. Uh, yes. Southern Monmouth. Uh, I don't know. Not uh, far from Ocean then. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit of a ways to, okay. from Ocean. I don't know. I don't know. I forget where... Uh, no, you're right. Probably south, south, uh, Monmouth. Yeah, because I'm in Monmouth as soon as I go over the the Raritan. 
on oh, the okay. parkway. Yeah. Because you know, I'm in southern Middlesex, especially closer to the coast. Yeah. If you go west in Middlesex, it extends further south. And then, like, Tom's River, is that ocean? I think so, but yeah, I'm not I think sure. so too. Because Tom Rivers, uh, Tom Rivers, <laughs> Tom's <laughs> River is about 30 minutes from me south, even more. And then after that, is it Atlantic County? I, yeah, I, I think so. Or Cumberland, something called Cumberland County yeah. or something. I worked with a guy in Tampa. His name, his on air name was Tom Rivers. Mm -hmm. He was like very legendary in the country community. Mm -hmm. Died young. He is a man who died young. And speaking of that Beyonce country song, pretty good. It was. Yeah. I'm curious whether they will play that on country radio. I bet they do. And, and to my ear, and now, of course, we didn't get into the lyrics and if she yeah. does sort of more her thing when she gets to the lyrics or yeah. is it straight country? I don't know. But the uh, that intro, to me, to my ear, sounded more old school country yeah. than modern country. Would you agree? Yes. It's called Texas Hold'em, the new okay. Beyonce. Mm -hmm. I will check that out this afternoon yeah. if I have time, if I can find it. And uh, if anyone has a good shrink in the Bradley Beach area, slide into Al's DMs yeah. with that. Who specialize in regret. Mm -hmm. Regrets. I've had a few. A few. Uh, it was a great uh, brand new Billy Joel interview with Howard Stern. There are clips on the internet, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, in discussing the song Turn the Lights Back On, he... he they somehow got into this discussion of regret. And Billy Joel said, you cannot live a life without regret. He said, these people, I've always thought this too, these people who go, oh, I've got no regrets. It's made me who I am. You can still have regrets. Of course, of course. Like, like I, of course I have regrets. Yeah. But like, I don't like, I accept it and I don't like dwell on it. I don't get bummed out about it. Yeah. And, I, and I move on. Do I have them? Of course. Yeah. Of course you do. I know. People think it's a weakness of to course, say, no, I well, have regrets. Yes. Yeah. No way. And of course I have, but I'm just a different person and my mind works, you know, whatever. I was just made that way. It, nothing, nothing I did. I didn't do anything special. I don't have any special ability. It's just the way I'm wired from birth. Right. So I'm fortunate in that uh, respect. Sure, I have regrets, but I don't dwell on them they don't dominate my life but imagine like i, I always go back to the like um only because we're all in cars and imagine if you if someone had died in an accident you were at fault in mm -hmm. i could not imagine yeah yeah what going through life is yeah. like like how you get past that yeah that's Man. that's a tough one yeah that seems like and that happens goodness. to probably Hundreds of people in this yeah. country a day. Right. Yeah, that's that that a tough one. Mm -hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up program. I All did right. that with uh, Mr. CeeLo. You did? Uh, tomorrow, uh, CeeLo will be here again for the warm-up. And Jerry will be back on the post-game for oh, people okay. who don't like me. Nope, some people like you. A guy asked, he goes, what do we need to do to get a, an additional daily podcast? Alan Eddie. Uh, a guy said he will pay. One gentleman's uh, agreed to pay. Uh, he would pay. Yeah. Well, we can discuss it. I think potentially. He, would, he. I think he would pay like if we put it on a subscription service. We'd have one download he, per day. Yeah, from that uh, guy. Yeah, from that fella. Yep. All right. All right. So. so.
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Alan, Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, a good morning to you. Hi there, my name's Al. If I'm talking first, I mean, Jerry's not here for the 5 o'clock hour, but he will be here uh, from 6, 7, 8, 9 to 10 a.m. as he will be in place of Mr. Boomer Esiason. It'll be Gio and Jerry today. So I've got CeeLo with me. What good up, morning, what up, Al? Good morning, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty Yesterday good. I had Peter Schwartz in here. Today yeah. I've got CeeLo. How did that go Eddie. with Peter Schwartz? You, the two of you, the, the warm-up yesterday, how it, was that? Uh, it was pretty good. I did not get to hear any it was of that right. program. I tried to lure him into some controversial. Of course you did. I started right off with, the, it's President's Day, who's your favorite president? <laughs> Do you have a party affiliation? That sort of thing. <laughs> Do you he almost Party bit. He almost got himself in trouble. Said a co- oh almost said a couple stupid things, but he he plowed right through. I love the party affiliation. You get that a yeah. lot based on things you say on the air, and people yeah, swear yeah. they know which side. And and you get accusations on both sides all yeah. the time. So it's just like, well, which one is it? You know. I asked them which, uh, and and this was pretty much me, Eddie, and Peter all agreed with the same thing. We said which president during their their presidency did okay. you think was like. A, seemed like a great time. Like, whoa, what was that? What an era we were in. Um, for me, I mean, probably the Clinton era. I would think. Right, that's what we all said. Yeah. Clinton era. Yeah. Oh, what a I time mean, we were living in. He obviously had his issues and shortcomings, sure. but as far as the the country and Americana went, I yes. would say Bill Clinton. Yeah. We had a younger guy in office. I mean, we, we were living it up mm-hmm. over here. Sure were. Absolutely. By the way, I heard uh, the Kevin Dexter do the update. Sure. Yes. Who you said uh, off the air, you said, well, I haven't seen Kevin Dexter uh, in years. Yeah. I haven't, but doesn't mean, I mean, I'm not always here on the weekends. He might Actually, be. Actually, I'm never here on the weekends unless hosting a show. That's not a brag. It's not a humble brag. Yeah. Just saying. I don't think I've ever met him. He may be AI generated. Fake. Kevin Instead Dexter. of fake news, fake human. Yeah. All right. It's possible. I was thinking when I, I was going to apply for the Spike Eskin job, and I was going to suggest all AI generated update guys. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Send me out to pasture. Yeah, just type in, like, I just have somebody type uh, in something into uh, <laughs> into a, an AI robot or something. I'm be sure like, that exists already somewhere. Oh, yeah. 
I'm sure. Well, we just heard it at five, according to you. You know, AI generated Kevin Dexter. Our own uh, Tom Izzo, who's in charge of digital here. Yeah, that digital. dude is Boom. way deep into AI I'm stuff. Sh- I'm sure he is. Way deep. He's always ahead of the curve, though. Izzo. Yeah, he's always like uh, he likes to he likes to tinker and explore with things. Things that like I would have no I'd have no interest in. You wouldn't either. Yeah, no interest. She's like I don't well, have time for that. I mean, you have all I have the time, time in the world, but you would say that you don't have time for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I have no. What I. Yeah, that's true. I have time to tinker. I don't have patience. Yeah, that's that's the better way to say it. Yeah. You're right. You're 100% right about like that. Like, I would start to tinker, be like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, well, I can't stupid. be bothered. I got but anyway, other, other things on my agenda today. Mr. Kevin Dexter brought up the Juan Soto Juan situation. Juan Soto, yes. Which I don't really understand the, the questioning or the topic of uh, where will Juan Soto bat in the Yankee lineup. Okay. It changes every game. Who? What does it matter? Uh, more so than it once did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's either going to bat second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Mm, that's where he's batting. Mm, probably. And yeah. In in by by the time June third rolls around, he would have hit in every one of those spots. I don't know. I don't think he'll go below. I'd be very surprised if at any point in the year he hit below fourth. How's that? Why don't we go to like? I need a team, maybe get an old manager. Like, who's still an old manager running around there? Like, oh, yeah, well, Dusty that? Baker. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Baker retired from He's retired, yeah. He went, I think, back to the Giants in some sort of advisory role. How about the reigning world champion Texas Ranger manager? Do you know who that gentleman is, Al? Uh, I do. I'm picturing him, but I can't think what of What are him. you picturing when you see him? Uh, uh, Washington. Something Washington. Washington? Like, that's in his name? You're yeah, saying? isn't that his last name? Washington? Oh, you're thinking, yeah, okay. Yeah. Who am you're I thinking, thinking of? of Ron Washington, yeah, who he's is cool. now the new manager or of the UL Angels. Washington. UL Washington yes. with the toothpick, also cool. No, Bruce Bochy is the name oh, right. you were looking for. Yes, here's older a, manager. Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm a manager. I'd roll up to spring training and be like, here's what we're doing this year. We're going 1980 style. Fastest guy on the team is batting first. Uh-huh. Guy who hits singles is batting second. Power hitter hitting third. Really power hitter hitting fourth. Well, the three hitter Less... it was traditionally you're considered your best hitter was the three hitter. Mm. Speed one, contact get on base two, best hitter three, slugger four. That's the way that was the traditional sense. Second best slugger five. There you go. And then it's all easy. the stiffs. Shortstop eighth. <laughs> right. And in the National League, the pitcher ninth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the we're complicated it. We complicate a lot of things, Al. Life is complicated, and it gets more and more complicated every day. Yeah, but we complicate dumb things. Like oh. that's what I end up doing in my life because I don't have <laughs> because I don't have real complications. To yeah, deal with. right. I take small things and blow them yeah, up. Yeah, I was thinking of you last night. Actually, we oh. put on a movie with the kids. I forget the name of it now, but uh, it's about a young boy, and he has fear and anxiety and concerns and worries about. Everything, yeah, everything under the sun. Things that even his parents are trying. You know, have to. He just he worries, he worries, he worries. And what was he the moral stresses. of the film? I fell asleep. I didn't oh, get to the man. end of it. So I hope that he overcomes at some point. Just like I still have hope that you'll overcome, even though you're much further along in your life yeah. than this young boy was. I'm not a young boy, unfortunately. No. No. Although I wouldn't want to go back to being a young boy and trying to figure out a career again. No, thank you. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh, like people go oh, to be 25 again. Yeah. That You're sounds like yeah, too much work no for you. No, thank you. Yeah. See, I would. You 25, would you said young. We said young boy. This yeah. was, I'm talking about a kid that was like in fifth grade, not a 25-year-old man. Right. Yeah. I'm saying like, I don't think I'd want to go back to any point. Any point. That's yeah. it. You're just moving forward. Yeah. Not interested in the time machine. No, no. time machine for Al Dukes. Not interested. What, how about, would you, 
would you uh, be into going back as like the from above looking down on yourself and and going back and and looking at a moment in time? How about that? Like just looking at moments in time? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like revisit. Oh, yeah. Let's see what I was doing on this day. And you just kind of watch from almost like from the third person aspect. You'd be down with that. Yeah. But you don't want to go and relive without knowing and like start from a certain point in time. No. Like if I was like graduating college now, I had to figure out how to make a living to buy a house. Uh Oh, my Lord. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know when to begin there either. But it's perplexing. It is, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is. "Hmm, I take home this much money and. A mortgage is this much money. How yeah. the hell am I doing this? Definitely wouldn't. What you did back then yeah. in this business would not work would here not in work 2024 today. now. Would not work. Nope. Yeah. But you go back. Sometimes you go back like a song to me. I was playing uh, Lullaby by I heard Sean that. Mullins yeah. while I was getting my coffee. Mm-hmm. Boy, even like a song like that, that'll take you right back to where you heard it. Couldn't agree more. Rockabye. Rockabye. Did he have any other... Are there any other hits, hits Sean Mullins? I don't think so. Or was so. he a one-hit guy? I think he was a one-hit guy, but he he had some uh, nice, mellow See, I feel like CDs. I have another song of his that I really like. All right, well, we'll look at that. Yeah, maybe during the break. Mm. Not so much. Well, I'm going to do it now while you talk, but go ahead. I saw Steve Cohen, a video of Steve Cohen at spring training, what they say, engaging with fans who were yelling at him to, they were doing it in a nice way, to sign Pete Alonzo. Okay. Like, Boomer keeps bringing this up, and he's correct. This debate, like he's got Scott Boris. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to sign right now. Right. Yeah. So to yelling to Steve Cohen, you gotta sign Alonzo. Mm-hmm. It's not up to him. Okay. Well, That's fan, not how fans the game say is a lot of things that are not always rational, as you know. Right. But if you're smart enough, well, a lot or, of them aren't. <laughs> what, how about this? If you're a fan enough to be at spring training. Uh, on February 19th. That doesn't mean anything either. You should have some idea what's going mm, on in the I world. I mean, they, they have an idea, but they just want to think irrationally as a fan because yeah. they want their, they want another, their, they want the comfort, the security blanket of knowing that their homegrown star is going to stay here. But yeah, it's not entirely up to Steve Cohen. Of course not. Right. It's not even partially up to him right now. Well, at some point it was, right? You're right. Right now, I would agree, unless they you know, presented them with some absurd, ridiculous offer, which would not be in their best interest before before the season plays out. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So the two biggest stories, where does Juan Soto bat? Meaningless, because he's going to bat everywhere. And why <laughs> doesn't bat Steve Cohen sign Pete Alonso? It's because he's got, uh, got Boris as an agent, and that's not how they do business. Right, but think about what probably led... Alonzo to making that change in his age, not just the fact that greediness. Well, well, yes, of course, free agency was imminent. But what did the Mets do at the trade deadline last year? Mm, what'd they do? I don't remember. Oh, God, you and I, we screamed about it. In oh. fact, I've opened my Sunday night show, Al, falling on the sword and apologizing to you and Gio or taking responsibility and accountability for being wrong about that argument well, debate I, that yeah, we had. I, I don't remember. All right, well, anyway, oh, that they more, did nothing. Well, the, well, no, that they tra- that they basically were already waving the white flag on 2024. Correct. Which oh, turned yes. out to be true. But what with Alonzo, it was the rumors and the rumblings where not only did they trade Verlander and Scherzer and the guys that, you know, weren't going to be part of the future, but they were potentially shopping Alonzo's name around as well. So, I mean, you could say, well, it's their due diligence and they got to do what's best for the organization just to get a feel for what the offers are, so on and so forth. But, I mean, they fire Buck, they bring in Stearns. He's kind of tap-danced around the Alonzo thing a little bit. So, from Pete's standpoint, it's like, all right, well – 
I'm not getting the sense that they're really all that interested, at least right now, in keeping me around long term. So I got to do look out for myself and do what's best for me. So you make your change. You go to Boris, as many other guys have done. He has a track record, and away we go. There should be a limit to the amount of guys you're allowed to represent. Shouldn't have one guy representing everybody. Well, he doesn't represent everybody. Well, he represents everybody. a lot of he people. Does, yeah. yeah. I wonder what percentage he gets. Yeah. No, no, oh, what no percentage, percentage of players? Of, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I, think I if bet I, it's lower than you think. But if I were to say, what percentage of players who earn over this oh, much? Oh, well, that's, yeah. That's yeah, that's too story. much. Well, what if baseball just said, uh, yeah, we're not dealing with Scott Boris? I don't I, I, I don't know that they can. Can you blackball an agent like yes. that? Yes. I'm yes, not, you can. I'm not sure you can unless... Well, you can't blackball people by saying it. You just don't deal oh, with them. That's called collusion, right? Eh, eh, I suppose. All right. And we get into the weeds there. The, What's wrong uh, with collusion? Under the table dealings and whatnot. If, if a Major League Baseball decides we don't want to deal with Scott Boris, what's wrong with that? He doesn't run baseball. Why can't they just decide, oh, we're not dealing with him? Well, how? Well, okay. Let, let's, let's entertain this unrealistic hypothetical. It's like Geo's agent. Has all radio, yes, has all does. the radio guys. A lot of folks that work here at the, yeah. If FAM was just like, no, we're not dealing with that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. They'd all jump ship. The employees would jump ship, Correct. you're saying? Yeah. Because they'd be like, well, I got to work here, and they ain't dealing with this guy anymore. I got to pick, pick another guy. All right, so you're saying as their contracts expire. Yeah. We no and they longer go back deal for with negotiation, Scott Boris. And they say we don't deal with Boris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to get all all the MLB teams and the owners Correct. on the same page. Yeah. That's collusion. They have meetings. You say, well, what's wrong with that? I don't know. I what don't know. They... I don't know enough about what's written in the bylaws and what the legal ramifications or impact could be. I'm sure we'll get eight million tweets about it in the first break here. So thank you for that. Eddie did say, let's see what kind of you know hypothetical, uncomfortable situation or question Al is going to present you with this morning. <laughs> At least this one's actually sports related. This is sports That's a related. good thing. And it's going to be to the point where the audience isn't going to know the answer to this. Some will, somebody out there, or they'll claim to. But but yeah. here's what I understand about collusion. This goes again with, with any business, I guess. If I decide I'm Steve Cohen, yeah. I don't deal with Scott Boris. Okay. That's my own personal decision. Hey, well, if it's just Steve Cohen, yeah. then you're taking yourself out of the running in the market for some very significant... <laughs> Players and free agents. But, you know, at owners' meetings, I'm <clears throat> talking to uh, the Steinbrenner fella, and I talk to whoever whoever fella. runs the Dodgers, and I'm like, <laughs> this got Boris. Bit of a douche, right? Enough They're like, yeah. yeah. But I say we don't, uh, just the three of us, we don't deal with him anymore. Mm, just the three of you. Yeah. Oh, the big market the teams. The big market teams. Okay. Is that collusion? I would think I would think so. I don't know enough about how they define that, how it's proven, so on and so forth. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting, though, isn't it? But I'm sure these things and these conversations, to some extent, are happening behind closed doors. I would yeah. have to imagine, or somewhere along the way, they have, they were, they will again. I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna look into this. Yeah, are you? I'm gonna Google collusion with all that time on your hands. Yeah. Or will you start to look into it and be like, I don't have patience. Yeah, for this. I don't care. What I'll else? Like, what else you got? <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> let me see what's on YouTube. <laughs> Let's do a quick break here, CeeLo. Yeah. When we come back, I've got a couple of NFL notes. I've got some basketball things. I've got a golf thing. I've got Jerry's a favorite golf topic. golf thing on your show sheet? I wish Jerry were in here because I have a, I have a uh, direct-to-consumer oh, God. sports cable story. You guys got after each other. Or last what last, uh, oh, yeah, last Thursday, week. was it? Oh, yeah. It was, we a little, were, it was a little uncomfortable we going to that into first it, break man. there. Woo. I love media stuff. Yeah. Well, we, I love it. You love to hate it is what yeah. you mean. 
<laughs> I love to, I'm going to collude against media. Yeah. I'm going to collude oh, against Scott Boris. Yeah, that campaign is well underway. Many years for you now. My uh, colluding against the media, against the uh, big media. You're trying big bundle. You're trying to like recruit people onto your side. Yeah, they it's haven't working. had a lot. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, really? But, what else? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> it is working. Every, little every day we see another team. I going mean, direct working as far as the people you talk to on mm-hmm. the air about it. Oh, that, what else? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. God. He says well, something like, God, you you just really worry about the dumbest things. Sometimes when you're ahead of your time, CeeLo, people don't understand it that, in the moment. That is fair. That is true. You may you may prove to be a genius, and we'll look back and be like, see, Al Duke's new. should have listened to him. Right. It's like uh, uh, people keep sending me now online. They keep seeing these articles, Peacock and Paramount Plus in discussions to mm, combine. Exactly what, exactly what I said. These, about that? these guys can't survive on their own. This is it, CeeLo. Little Sean Mullen. To ease you into your Tuesday. Very soothing voice. This is a great song to have a cigarette and coffee with in the morning. She grew up with the children of the stars. 1998, right in my wheelhouse. How'd you know that? I have the discography Uh, open right now. I was going to say, 1998. (laughs) Beautiful Wreck is the other one that I like from him, by the way. Yeah, he's got... uh, let me play you that one. This is... Oh, I didn't mean to step all... Okay. This one's I, a little more upbeat. I actually have this on my list of bumper music for the show. I think I've heard you play this actually before. Also Coming John Mullins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way... That's a good rejoin song let for me sure. Jump this bumper music. This lullaby song only has 47 million plays on Spotify. Only? Yes. Yeah. This should have like easily 100 million. 100 million? Yeah. Oh yeah! What's like the highest? Give me, a, give me an idea of what like a standard, a standard number one hit on Spotify. When you're usually on there, you see this all the time. Like how many hundred oh, no. mil is like nothing on That's Spotify? That's nothing now. Yeah, well, you get yeah, something like uh, if I were to give you just uh, give well, me like an all time song that like and what, what, let's see, we'll see what the play count is. Like what's a big time? Well, like I'll say Bohemian Rhapsody oh, by Queen is how an many, enormous song. Are okay? we talking like? All right, close so to a billion. Like, well, what we... Let me see what I got here <laughs> from Bohemian Rhapsody. I've got two point three billion oh plays. Oh my god! Wow. You tell me, Sean Mullins' rock, rock uh, lullaby can 47 only mil. can only get forty seven million. Let's That's step a... it up. Yeah, I guess it's more of a, a deep track would be wrong because it was a hit. I did uh, go deep into the Sean Mullins um, Wikipedia Just... page. Okay, my man's been married and divorced three times. <sighs> Woohoo! Life on the road. Do you take this woman to be your life forever? <laughs> yes, I do. What happened to the other two times? Uh, forget that. Oh, wait. Now this one's not working? <laughs> Sorry. Man, some people, they just, they don't quit. They don't quit. No. Like, some people just are not, dis- I get and Like, that's one not dis- uncommon when it comes to the entertainment world, as you know. Getting married three times and divorced? Yeah. I mean, maybe, I guess I would say at least two is, I feel like, almost standard. Right. Right. The you, ones that last forever, like, wow. Very really rare. accomplished. Yeah. yeah, very rare. Speaking of that, Seal, I'll Ooh. segue right into this. Let's do it. So, golf fans are very um, observant and notice that during the Genesis Invitational, CBS broadcaster Amanda Balionis. Balionis was not wearing her wedding ring. Is that right? Which she was wearing during Super Bowl coverage. Huh. So I Any was like, well, let me. Just lost it. Or... I don't know. So I said, let me go to her Instagram. Okay. And then little did I know, 
she was the woman at the event that Eddie and I were at uh, for uh, Breitling Watches. Okay. She was there. She was a woman who... Is this Super Bowl week we're talking? Super Bowl okay. week. She's a woman that when uh, I saw her there, I was like, this woman looks like someone you, I yeah, should know, right. but I don't know who she is. And didn't she... Balionis, I think, is her maiden name, yeah. right? Amanda Renner? Yeah, Renner. What, married name? Yeah. 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 So uh, I did look, and in those photos, she did have a wedding ring on. But this one, not so much. She had, uh, you looked at the photos from the event that you're referencing, Correct, yeah. and she had it on. All right, well, I mean, that's so, that's recent. Mm. So, yeah, but this uh, is really recent. And I understand that. I just love how uh, this yeah, is what I happens guess. when you post photos on, on the internet. People just analyze. People them. zoom in yeah, and analyze. Yeah. They're like, where's her wedding ring? Maybe I have a chance now. <laughs> Me being this golf watcher in Boise, I don't know, Idaho. Man, that could be a lot of things. I'd hate to speculate on that. Is there. Has, oh, anyone, we're has anyone dug up anything further on this? No. Or this is just strictly an internet sleuth situation? Internet sleuth, because okay. uh, what they say is uh, that she's uh, her social media. I don't think she's on Twitter. Okay. Her Instagram is just professional things. She never posts anything of private life. Of her private mm-hmm. life. Huh. Which is not fair. You, you got to share your private life. I think life. she's hooked up with Fat Perez. Oh, is that right? <laughs> After meeting him at the golf, uh, Genesis Golf. Maybe she's dating Tiger Woods now. He was at the uh, Genesis. Maybe inter- she gave him the flu. Invitational. <laughs> Did he got sick and had a bail? Did you not listen to your Yesterday's own program, program yesterday? I fight with the caller sometimes. <sighs> I can't hear. God. Yeah. He went, had to withdraw because yeah. of illness. And then, illness. as Gio pointed out in his follow-up tweet, he was like, I, I have been diagnosed with influenza instead of just, I got the flu. Right. It's like, influenza. what is that? Influenza. Who calls it that? Well, it sounds more like uh, the official. flu sounds like you're making something up. <laughs> yeah, well. Saying you have influenza means. Some feel that he may have been making things up. They, you know, the ambulance showed up at the clubhouse. He gets the IV bag. It's a whole thing. Yeah, Interesting, like- though. You saw her in Vegas. With the ring with on. With the ring you on. You know, Vegas, because, you know, I mean, all bets are off. Right. When you spend the week. Was she out there all week? Oh, or just all week, Sila. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what happens in Pops people's private Pops up in California lives. a week later, yeah. no ring. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's what I'm saying. Huh. All right. That's what the the internet sleuths are on it. I'm sure we'll get more of that. Maybe she just in the future lost it or forgot to pack it. I mean, anything, Maybe. anything can happen. Anything's possible. Hmm. Something to we'll keep see. an eye on moving it, forward. This is a story we'll be following closely. Right on cue, CBS Sports Network showing the final round of the Genesis uh, here in the 5 a.m. hour. Uh, just let, just so you know, those of you listening, we've got a full team on it. We've got a full team investigating the, the ring situation? Correct. Okay. We've got a full team. We've got to go full coverage 24-7. We're going to put... Yeah. Feet on the ground, wherever she lives. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. We're on top of it. We're going to be... Al's on top of the collusion in baseball. We're also on top of the Amanda Renner slash Balionis ring situation. We got a lot going on. Uh, Someone did send me the definition of... Collusion? uh, Dwayne did. He sent me the... the Collusion is secret or illegal cooperation or or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive others. Hmm. In collusion. That's the that's the general definition. Yeah, general not definition. as it pertains to sports ownership and management, right? Correct. All right. A brawl boat broke out yesterday, CeeLo. Oh. After a college basketball game, there was a quite a brouhaha. I watched the. Haven't had a chance to see footage of this. of this yet. It was a a brawl broke out after the Texas A and M Commerce. Okay. Victory over over. Incarnate word. Incarnate word. All right. What the hell Incarnate. is that? 
We've got way. Anytime I hear about colleges closing, yeah. I'm like, good. Yeah. We've got way too many colleges. Too many colleges. I only just recently discovered. How did this come up last week? Um, IUPUI. You might know about that since you went Indiana to school in the Midwest. University. What's the PUI? It's, it's an Indiana University Purdue University like collaboration yeah, combo. How about that one? It's bad enough we got all these schools now they're coming together to create joint schools too. There's so many. Or I shouldn't say now. I think it's been around for a long time. <laughs> uh, like if you would have to actually explain to somebody, go where do you go to college? Incarnate, incarnate word. Incarnate, incarnate, incarnate word. Word. Yeah. Word. Word. W O R D. Eddie, you want to help him out here a little bit? Incarnate. It's over like a religious, religious yeah. reference. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is. Biblical, yeah. Well, How it's so? the, the word of God. Yeah, that's what I, well, there you go. Incarnate word is the word of God. I love it. I was like, incarnate word? Is it word? 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 word. word. It's a Catholic University uh, main campus in San Antonio. Word? Word? Or as Evan would say, San An- Sona and Sona Antonio. Sona Antonio. Yo, yeah. word is bond. Word yeah. is, oh, I haven't heard that one in a long time. Nice. And then... It's okay to have a million colleges. They need. They field a basketball team. Oh, sure. What? Yeah. The Cardinals. Cardinals. Maybe? Oh, come on. The incarnate word. Incarnate word. Cardinals. Is, is it Cardinals? Yeah. Good job, Eddie. <laughs> wow, that's Thank unbelievable. And <laughs> what conference, Eddie? Oh my God, I do not know. <laughs> is this even? Are we talking like? They don't I, play. D, f- is it uh, they actually do have. I think they might have a D two football team. They're huh. in the uh, Southland. WAC and yeah. MPSF conference, Incarnate Word. Oh, for my, meaning some sports are in different certain conferences. Word to your mother. But I think this was basketball with Southland. Well, that's I mean that's this was basketball. Yeah, that's D one. Yeah, that was a big brouhaha. And uh, what uh, what kicked it? What what got it started? They don't know. It was in the handshake line, pushing and shoving ensued, and then haymakers were being wow. thrown. Coaches were involved. Players were involved. They're trying to get everybody out of the. Luckily, because it was a game between Texas A&M Commerce, Commerce. against Incarnate World, there weren't a lot of people in world, the crowd. I, I, word. He wants to say world. Yeah, this is what I wrote. <laughs> word? Word? Word is bond. Incarnate Word? <laughs> and I word. feel like I need a t-shirt from them now. Yeah. Incarnate Word. They like to mix it up in the Southland. Word to your Texas mother. Texas A&M, that one with all these satellite campuses. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I know about Commerce. Corpus o- Christi, I know. It's okay not to have a basketball team. We don't all need basketball teams. <laughs> And baseball teams and hot, like here we go. This will be your next uh, crusade. Yeah, just if <laughs> enough we, with these college athletes. Yeah. Get them out of here. Like I went to Kane, which yeah. is now Kane University in yes. New Jersey. There's no reason for them to have any sports. Teams. Uh the baseball team is outstanding. Is D- that right? D three and the NJAC. Yes. D three though. The All head right. coach has been there forever. There so should be. It, they. I'm. I'm not even joking. That D three baseball program could yeah. beat. Plenty of, of lower level Division One baseball. And teams. what major league baseball players have come out of Kane University? Uh, so Zero. What, Al? So what? Well, that's the goal. That's the only reason to have college athletics is Correct. to become professional. Yeah. Why you else know, would do you know what? How low the percentage of even I know, but you still big are time, thri- big time college programs of players in it. a professional professional organization. Come on. I'm typing Kane University MLB players. Do do do. I can't. I they're not helping. They're not helping us. Uh, in my in my um, media related note, which I love, the Arizona. Wait, 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 wait. Before yes. you do that, Jerry, Jerry wants you to know that your alma mater, Indiana State, lost again. By the way, in basketball. Yeah. Oh, man, should we get? We should contract and get rid of them yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. At this point, see you. So they were competitive last when Larry Bird was there. Yeah, they got into the top twenty-five mm-hmm. and got bounced immediately out. That's it. Time to pack it up. Pack it. Close in. up shop. 
The Arizona Coyotes are launching a direct-to-consumer, <laughs> and I love it. Come on. The Arizona Coyotes. Correct. Oh, who don't even, they're currently playing in a, Al, where are they playing their home games right now? In, in a, a college. College arena. Embarrassing. How about that? That's embarrassing. Uh, they're they're a direct-to-consumer streaming platform, eleven ninety nine a month. That's very reasonable. You ain't getting to get to get that around here when uh, it goes it's there. The Arizona Coyotes, dude. They've been talking about you know potentially moving them. They got to relocate. Where are they going? I don't know. Well, they're not. The NHL, I guess, is keeping them there. They're trying to. I, I don't know if they've start. I guess they're in the process of building them. In there. I don't know. I'd like to combo them up with but, Incarnate Word and get know, them to play in the same arena. Silo, were they an expansion or were they a moved franchise? No, they were moved. Uh, not, you want to know where they moved back, from? Right. Where, where, no, the Quebec was, the was co- yeah. I want to say when it the original Winnipeg Jets, the first Winnipeg, I okay, believe, right. I believe, and of course they were the Phoenix Winnipeg Coyotes Jets, yep. for they were the Phoenix Coyotes for a long time, and they're hey, we got to throw Arizona on there, we get rid of the Phoenix part. They were the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets, Jets yep. yes, and, and then, then they were the Phoenix, and then that the was... Winnipeg Jets came back as an expansion team. But that happened in uh, Arizona. <laughs> they Arizona can't figure out with their pro teams whether they want to be called Phoenix or Arizona. Right. You had the Phoenix Cardinals for a while, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals, yeah. Phoenix Who don't Coyotes. actually play in Arizona. They play yeah. in Glendale, which I know is sort of a suburb of Phoenix, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right, what did I just say? They don't play in Arizona. I meant yeah. Phoenix. They don't play in Phoenix. They play in Glendale. Yeah, yeah three of the four use the Arizona moniker. Is that right? Right. We still have the Phoenix, oh, Phoenix Suns. Suns. Who do play that arena is yeah. in downtown Phoenix. Oh, yeah. good for them. But the we, Diamondbacks we, uh, who walked, play in Phoenix are Arizona. We walked by that. Remember when yeah. we went to the uh, Chase Field? Well, when I was oh, yes. I was there for the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl, they did the media night. And now it's whatever the heck they do or opening. They do it on the Monday now. But it, when we did it, it was in the Sun. It was in the arena, the Suns arena. I don't know. No one cares about that. I don't know why I just went, no, we went off on mm. that rift. Sorry. Mm-hmm. My, my mistake. I, I apologize. During the break, I'm going to look at the Kane University MLB players in... I honestly in, don't know that there's ever been one. If I'm, there isn't, I'm going to have, sure. the, I'm gonna have the I'm baseball. I'm sure there's some guys that have been drafted and played minor league ball. I don't know if anyone's actually made their pro debut. Not well, sure. Well, their entire program hinges on this. It doesn't. As it will no. be removed if no. they have no major it, league it, baseball it players. Won't. It won't. That I've heard of. Not true. Not only do they have to be major league baseball players, I have to have heard of <laughs> Well, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going over there today. Unless Shutting there was down. someone that played in the 80s or the late 70s, Correct. no shot. Shut it down here, fellas. <laughs> Time for you guys to start going to your actual classes and try to get an education for oh, when I'm you get sure out of here. I'm sure at that level those guys are going to class. Or at least if they have to miss a class for a game or a practice, they're staying on top of their studies. I hope so. No scholarships, Al. Oh, really? D3, yeah. Oh, no, no, sc- no okay, good. scholarships. All right. Man, I got a lot to learn about this All world. Right. Especially if you want to be this big researcher that's on right. top of things. I'm going to be shouting from the hilltops mm-hmm. here. I better know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Then Gio and Jerry will be here at 6. And I've got a couple of other items here that I've left over for you, CeeLo. I would tease them for you, but they don't sound great in the tease. But well, they're going to be terrific. It's that kind of morning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Should mm. be interesting. Four hours. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gio, Jerry, top. Some say I would I would agree with this that this is the greatest power pop song of all time. 
Power pop? Power pop. I didn't know such a thing existed. Oh, it's a category. Oh, it's a, oh I'm stressed. The raspberries the go raspberries. all the way. Oh, this power is a classic. Pop. Power pop. What else would be on the power pop list? I mean, a lot of, I, like, it cool, sounds good. Yeah. A lot of cool 70s songs. Cool 70s songs. Power pop, yeah. Okay, so we've kind of closed like, the door on that Little era. Willie by Sweet, maybe. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. You never, like, that movie Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and they, had a, they used a whole bunch of cool pop songs from the 70s. That was power pop. Power pop. But this is right at the top. By the way, this has twice as many plays as Sean Mullen's Lullaby. 115 million. <laughs> Doesn't shock me. It's a power pop situation, what's though. You the know other, what I'm saying? See, the, I, the Lullaby, Sean Mullen. The, what's the other? Um, oh, gosh. Who does? Um, Give me hints. Let's go. I'm going to guess it. Closing time? Is that uh, semi-sonic? semisonic? yeah. I feel like I'm thinking of something else. Hey, you know closing what? Let's time. not waste your time. I'm not going to wait. Forget closing time. I'm not going to yeah. waste your time anymore on that. Closing time is a good song. I agree, but I feel like I'm. There's someone else I'm thinking of. Are that you I'm thinking missing. of those two dudes that go? I would walk five hundred no, miles. No, not thinking of those two dudes. The Proclaimers. Ah, God, yes, Eddie, the Proclaimers. <laughs> that was a good tune. Oh, when boy. I wake up. <clears throat> someone was giving me. We were giving me uh, music trivia or music, music right? quiz at SNY the other night. It had to do with um, an album that had. Three number one hits. Mm-hmm. I think it was the only album that had it since the 70s or something like that. And they gave me a, a million hints. And I and nothing. No. You can't even think of it now. No, I could think of it now. What's uh, Give me a hint. It was... Uh, give me I, one song. I'll nail it in a second. I forget the... Well, of course, if I give you the song. Oh. It was a duo. Okay. Like 80s pop. Hall and Oates. Yep. No. Ooh, Good try, Eddie. Mm. Good try. Some of that 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 was a Wham. guess. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Bang, nailed it. I knew you'd get it. I mean, that's why I brought it up. It's right, uh, right it's in funny. your wheelhouse. The Hall and Oz was a great guest. Yes, though. thank you. By the way, in uh, very short googling, I did find that uh, it was just this past season that Kane University had their very first is major right? leaguer. Poke oh, his the way very through. first. Okay. Very first. Sorry, I said I wasn't sure there'd ever been one. We just had one in 2023. He, he's a Kane University Hall of Famer, Kevin Hergit. Hergit. Okay. Well, Got who to was pitch. he play for? Well, he was originally uh, brought in by the Tampa Rays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, got to uh, play for the Cincinnati Reds last season. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a Kane Hall of Famer. Did he stay at Kane or did he transfer Not out sure. to some other? Yeah, of course There's not. the brouhaha so on the do... screen there oh. from the basketball game oh, uh, handshake line. Word? Word. word is Incarnate word. <laughs> Texas A&M calm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was a throwdown. I'm, I missed the early part. I mean, it looks like order. Oh no, order was restored. Now one guy got loose, and he's still going. Out. Oh boy, this yeah. game was on ESPN. Jeff Van Gundy getting trampled out there. Probably ESPN Plus. Yeah, ESPN. You can watch basically any college. You can watch any college hockey game almost in the not every any college hockey game in the country, but a lot of them. If you've got uh, ESPN Plus, you can just. You can stream whatever you want, man, on the app. Yeah. Did you hear uh, ESPN News doesn't play news? Are you aware of this, CeeLo? <laughs> this is what this is where you guys went wrong last week. Uh, yes. What else? I was li- That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Anthony Rendon yeah. of the uh, Angels. This is he's annoyed some people with this, but I don't. I think people are taking this out of context. I, I, before you go any further, yeah. I'll say the reason I think people are annoyed is because Anthony Rendon has been very surly since he got that big contract to go out to the Angels. Oh, is that right? Things have gone south. He's had trouble with the media. He's missed a ton of games, like his attitude mm. and what he says publicly. Now, listen, some guys don't care. They don't care how they come across, and they're comfortable with that. 
I would put him in that category. So I think it's rubbed some people the wrong way. And now you may that continue. makes more sense, CeeLo. I appreciate the preamble. Mm-hmm. But uh, he said of baseball, it's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. I do this to make a living. Yep. But then he goes, my faith, my family come before the job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. That doesn't sound so terrible. No. But like you said, part, if yeah. he's being has been being douchey for a while. I mean, I guess that's in the eye of the beholder, right? I mean, Doucheyness is, yeah. That's what they say. That's and if he just doesn't feel like some guys take the approach of like, I don't feel I owe the media anything, you know? And they were grilling him, and he was just like, well, I'm not interested in showing up at 7 a.m. to talk to you people and answer your questions. That's you know, awesome. like he pushes back. Yeah. I don't so, care. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> You're kind Nobody of guy, cares. probably. Yeah, actually. he's kind of like yeah, this guy. Yeah. yeah. But if he's, uh, after, yeah, that's the thing, though. If you, when you sign a huge deal, yeah. if you then become douchey, that's, that's well, bad. Well, here's the problem. I mean, he was an everyday player for the Nationals with big time numbers. He was like a 300 hitter that year that the Nats won the World Series, 2019. He yeah. Had 319 with 34 homers, 126 RBIs. Cashes in with the big deal for the Angels. 2020 was a shortened season. He only played in 52 games, but the last three years, 58 games, 47, Ooh. 43. Hasn't even sniffed 100. Damn. Last year, he hit 236 with two homers. Wow. So it has not gone well. Oh. No. All right. Makes a ton of sense yep. now. Makes a ton of sense. Get him in here. Antonio Pierce is really feeling himself from that one victory that they <laughs> beat the, uh, Chiefs? the Chiefs. That was, was that late? That was like in December, I think. Yeah, yeah, relatively. The Raiders beat the Chiefs. Well, he was on the Max Crosby podcast. Oh. Antonio Pierce was. <laughs> Coach was on Players Podcast. And he was comparing Ooh. how the Raiders are now uh, all set to have no problem with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs from here on no out. Because, problem. No problem. No problem. Because they beat them once. Because they beat them once. And uh, they have, uh, he says he's showed his team uh, the way that the Detroit Pistons used to beat down uh, Michael Jordan, calling it the Jordan Rules. He says, uh, let's see. He said, we've got the Jordan rules. How about we've we just got... play this cut that oh, Jerry, Jerry Recco is nice enough oh, to okay. put in for us? Here you go. we got the Jordan rules, and we, yeah. we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So yeah, you remember right. when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan and Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah. filling yeah. them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head mentally, physically, emotionally. Spiritually, I'm touching you. Spir- what? Spiritually, what? we touch you. I like okay. it. I love the attitude. So they're going to rough up Patrick Mahomes. Perfect. By the way, it was uh, a couple days after Thanksgiving. Late November was that game. When they beat the... Yeah. Raiders beat the Chiefs. They when the Pistons did that back in the day, why didn't all teams just start doing that? Like, you know, we're going to start clobbering Michael Jordan I mean, when he comes I, through the I, hole. I think a lot of teams did, right? I mean, it was a much more physical brand no, but of I'm basketball. Saying, we, always, we always put it on the Pistons as the team that smacked him around. Why yeah. Not? But why didn't all the teams so, yeah. just decide to do that? Well, I think, I mean, as the Bulls entered into their dynasty era, yeah. like they had some guys that would mix it up as well, no? Yeah. I mean, Jordan had to have some protection out there. And the Knicks tried. The Knicks yeah. tried to beat him up? Yeah, Man, for sure. I wish I could have gone up against Jordan in my head. Eh? Yeah, what would you have done? I'd have clobbered him as soon as oh, he came yeah, through the hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. Hiding, hiding in the corner. Let him know, CeeLo. This is, you got to pay a toll yeah. to come through this lane. One little bruise, you'd have been out for the year. <laughs> Got a shin contusion. I'll see you next season. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so the Bulls did what? They got guys around him to protect them, like I a mean, Dennis Rodman listen, type. Well, yeah. Well, Rodman. No, not in the first hit. Not, that was the second installment because yeah. you had the three championships. Jordan retired the first time, came back. They won another three. Rodman was there for part two. I see. Um, I mean, listen. They had good role players. Was there anyone as nasty as what the Pistons and yeah. you know the Knicks of the '90s had? Maybe not. 
But Jordan wasn't exactly, I mean, I feel like he could hold his own, you know? In a physical way? I mean, maybe not against like a seven-footer or anything like that. But not to say he was looking to go mix it up, but it wasn't like... He was, you know, skin and bones, and and was a was a wuss or anything like that. A wuss? A wuss? Did you call me a wuss? <laughs> <laughs> this this is going to be great bulletin board material for the Chiefs Raiders. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to go that route, but like you said, why a- not? You got to get in their head. Feeling himself right now. Right. He's like, we beat the Chiefs. No Max problem. Max Crosby loves me. Devontae Adams loves me. I'm the full time coach now, and here we go. Now he's got Max Crosby's going to be smacking uh, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes as he Mahomes comes through. Mm. Yeah. So you got to give him a late hit early in yeah. the game. Let let's, them know let's you're there. Let's broadcast that for the league and the officials to hear so that when we play them twice next year, I'm sure they won't be watching for yeah. that. Mm. Interesting strategy. Man, I feel like the Detroit Pistons from the Bill Lambeer era yeah. is a group of guys I probably never really watched, but I feel like I love them. <laughs> Even though I probably not watched them. Having not, I probably, what you've heard. Exactly. Reputation, what heard, word of mouth. Probably I probably watched one thirty for thirty where they were showing them smacking Jordan around, and I was like, <laughs> "These guys were my guys." I don't know. Was it? I listen. I'm not going to claim that I was too young. Yeah. Was it? Was it so much smacking them around, or was it just like Jordan was ascending and they weren't quite ready no, to no, take they, over yet? They, 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 they bullied him. him. They yeah. bullied his. They Lim bullied his. So then what was? So what changed? Then? So then what changed? Rodman. Yeah. What? What happened, what happened was yeah. that. Jordan got bigger, and they got bigger, uh, oh, right. a little thicker. No, he's yeah. right. In that Jordan long documentary series, The Last, Last Dance. Dance, that dude hit the gym after he was yeah. getting smacked around by okay. the Pistons. But it couldn't have been just that. He I mean, started, the Pistons, what, got older, right? Yeah, they were, Jordan was young. The Pistons were a very good team. No, I know they were very good, of course. Jordan started eating uh, red meat, eggs, <laughs> I'm almost said steroids, not steroids. <laughs> Vitamins. He hit the gym. He he didn't hit the Nautilus machines. He went like the bar with the weight on Old it. Old school. Old school. The opposite of what your boy John Carlos Stanton spent all winter doing. Do you see these photos of him do? standing next to Aaron Judge yesterday no. in the field? Oh my God. He, he looks like a shell of himself. What do you mean? He tra- he said, you know, did a lot of uh movement exercises and trimming down. Wanna get back to Is being a baseball muscular? player. I mean, listen, he's always gonna be muscular, but I during the break, do I'm me a, a favor. List. Check out the pictures of him. Okay. And I know pictures can be misleading sometimes, but I saw it from multiple angles. Is he shirtless in these photos? He's not shirtless, but they're both in shorts. You can sit on my face. Yeah. Well, you know what? It might not be as much weight sitting yeah, down a on lighter. you, Caroline, uh, this time around. A little lighter this yeah. time. I mean, I, a judge is always, I mean, I would say judge is probably a thicker man to begin with. Like mm-hmm. Stanton's always been like, you know, an, an Adonis. Like yeah, that. very but, muscular. I mean, the lower half alone is like, what on earth? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Striking. I'm going to look at those photos, CeeLo. You tell Ow. us about Amy Lawrence. Well, first I'll tell you that the Odyssey Sportsman is brought to you by Jackpot. Okay. Order official state lottery games on your phone. I'm sorry. I, I, I pushed back on BT yesterday in the midday show. We're talking mm-hmm. about hockey fans in yeah. town. He said 10%. I was like, no way. It's higher than that. Eddie is giving you a 40% chance on this. And I say that is way too high. I think it's probably closer to 10%. Of me so guessing me this wrong. topic? Well, can I give him at least? Yes, you can. Oh, well, if you give him a hint, sure. Yes, All right, no can. hint. No it helps. Hint. You can give him a hint, but I think that increases. I'm say uh, it. only because of where you spent part of your life. Oh well, there's the hint. Indiana, Florida. No comment. Man, I don't know, man. I'm gonna say Florida. Hit it. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, just another moment or so. CeeLo, you did show me the photograph of Giancarlo Stanton. That was one of them. That was the most striking one, I thought. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a guy. You know, like everyone's in, well, not everyone, uh, based on my 
what I look at on social media. <laughs> a lot of people into this carnivore diet. Okay, I don't know he, anything about it, but sure. Giancarlo looks like a guy who was a fat guy who then just started eating only meat Perhaps. and is now way too slim. He, he's looking fragile, CeeLo. Well, I don't know about fragile. Mm. I think he's trying not to be as... Not he's looking be, fragile, he is. Right, yeah. He is, he's been a fragile guy. Know what it looks trying like? Trying to stay on the field. Takes one to no one, thin legs. Oh, he's got thin legs. Chicken legs. That's yeah. not good for a hitter. Well, I mean, if it keeps him off the IL and on the field. You know it's going to be talked about this season, like, he lost too much weight. The guy really cut back on his working out. I mean, I, listen, you got to try something else. Can well, he play less? Yeah, right. That's a good point. Yes. Only Anthony Rendon's played less, apparently. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he looked very... Uh, I wouldn't. If I were him, I would not hang around Aaron Judge a lot. Right, he, I was going to say. He it, looks I, like a small man. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's not small, but when you stand next to Jen... <laughs> <laughs> he's still six foot yeah. six. Right, right, right. He's a yeah. very tiny man next yeah. to Aaron Judge. <laughs> and you know, sometimes the pictures WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.